We are the number one podcast for self-empowerment, the go-to podcast for people that are tired of living as a lesser version of themselves and who are ready to make a change in their lives and those around them. If you're tired of kneecapping your growth and settling for less than you know you deserve, this is the podcast for you. We are way too spicy, and this is the Success System Podcast. Welcome back to the Success System Podcast, brought to you by Way Too Spicy and you, our supporters. In our last episode, we interviewed the founder and chief storyteller of The Hidden Company and author of I Have Anxiety, So What?, Wes Woodson. If you haven't already heard that episode, we highly recommend that you check it out. And with that being said, let's jump into this week's episode. This episode is very important for those out there who are looking to build their self-confidence, to build their self-esteem, and to build their self-image. These are the We noticed when we did our research and talking to people who are very confident, people who are going out and getting the things that they want in this life, there's five consistent key cheat codes that you need to master for yourself before you can become the confident individual that you want to be. And today's episode, we're going to dive deep into those five cheat codes. So we'll start off with the first one, and that is clarity. And and I'm going to start with saying clarity. He's like, I think one of my favorite quotes, and I might butcher it because I just, you know, guys, it's Sunday and it's a long day, but it's a man who has no vision, has no plan. A man has no plan, has no vision, something like that. Um, What is it? A man with no vision is blind. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) But all we're going to say is uh, the biggest thing is having clarity on where you want to go and who you want to become, right? Because if you have no clarity on where you want to go, where do you start? You start, you just, you start nowhere. You, You can't move forward without knowing where you need to go first and foremost. And I'll open up the conversation to the group, um, on your journey for building your internal self confidence. What, what did that clarity look like for you guys? Well, for me personally, getting clarity on where I needed to go was rocky and definitely a bumpy road, right? I think for a long time, not think, I believe for a long time, I was navigating through life, just letting life take me where it was taking me. Mm -hmm. And it was actually taking me nowhere pretty fast. And so for me, a big piece of getting clarity on where I wanted to go was I had to stop and really ask myself those those questions, right? What do you want out of your life, Sherry? How do you see yourself in 5, 10, 15 years? Are you happy with the way you're living right now? And if so, great, continue it. And if you aren't happy, what do you have to do to change your life right now? That's really how I, I started asking myself those questions, right, yeah. to get clarity. And I love that. Um, and I just want to bring it back. You know, we talked about for our first episode, if you guys were there, retreating the rat race and the importance of retreating the rat race. Go check that episode out if you haven't read, uh, listened to it. But the importance is that you need to get that vision for yourself. Because if you're in that cycle and you don't know where to go and you've just been doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, guys, that's insanity. Um, then you need to get clarity on where you want to go first. And it doesn't have to be a right answer to anything. You just need to have a, a a future that you can work towards and we'll I'll open it next to coach CT and tell me a little bit about your clarity absolutely before I do that I honestly love how you just ended that and also I love what Sherry J was saying in the asking of yourself the questions that you don't know the answers to because even when you don't know where you want to go it is enough to know that where you are going is not where you want to end up yeah mm-hmm. I know for myself 
my journey was very chaotic. Um, you've probably heard my story already. It's on one of our previous uh, previous podcast episodes. But I think one of the main things that really allowed me similar to share, Jay, was asking myself the tough questions. And it's actually something that I still have on my wall in my room to this day. And it's ask yourself the tough questions because it's really the tough questions that are going to help you create the version of yourself that you know you can become. And more importantly, the version of yourself that you are already capable of becoming. Because I know a lot of people limit their vision because they don't think that they're able to attain whatever it is they see themselves being able to do. And it's okay to understand and to know that, no, you are not capable as you are of becoming the person that you want to be, but that's the whole point of going on a journey. It's about who you become along the way that's going to give you the skill set and the confidence and the true conviction to actually be like, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'm a podcaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a coach. Yes, I'm the man or the woman that I know I, I always wanted to be. And I think really with having that clarity and having that sense of direction, it's really just understanding that the name of the game is really just taking action and getting started. Yeah. Right. Because even if you are unsure of where you want to go, there's a very high likelihood that you are very sure that you don't want to stay where you are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's more than enough. Yeah. And just going off what you just said, I, you know, starting on my own personal journey, I knew at the beginning that I wanted to be something better than I was right here, right now. And I had a vision I could see in my mind. I imagine it. I don't know if it's like that for you guys, but definitely you probably have some idea of who you want to be, something that's a calling saying, Hey, you got to go do something different, but because you don't feel very confident in that, right? We were the five C's confident. You don't feel confident that you can become this person. You don't actually take the next steps to become that person. And that honestly leads us to the next C, which is courage, right? So we talk about being confident, but it being confident is a process. And once you have that clarity on where you want to go, you have to have the courage to go and take the actions behind the person you want to become. Absolutely. Right. You don't just become courageous and confident overnight. It's because you get that way when you take those steps day by day, every single day. Right. If I say I want to be a podcaster, I can say it and not say it confidently, but I have the courage to take the steps necessary to become a podcaster or a teacher or a coach. You know what I'm saying? And so you have to really be very intentional about the things that you say to yourself and the actions you take every single day, promising yourself that you're going to keep showing up every day to be who you said you want to be that part because at the end of the day you need to have enough courage to step outside of your comfort zone because your comfort zone is where your dreams die it's where your mission ends and it's where you cap your potential but if you want to be great because you know you're capable of being great you have to be courageous enough to step out of that comfort zone Mm -hmm. yeah because yes it's scary yes you'll get hurt yes you'll make mistakes but you will only be better off for doing it. You know, I heard of this quote. Um, I think Will Smith has said it, right? It said, God places the best things in life on the other side of fear. Don't let fear hold you back from living your dreams. Don't let fear hold you back from becoming who you want to become, right? Embrace that fear. Use it. Channel it, right? I am afraid to speak up. Okay, so I'm going to be practicing in my confinement, in my confined space, practice speaking, and then when I get into a public setting, I'm able to speak because now it's already something I'm familiar with. I've already been doing it, 
right? Don't let fear hold you back. Yeah. And, and just going off of that, going off of, um, I love what you guys both said. Um, there is no growth in comfort, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're comfortable, you don't do anything. You're, you're comfortable for a reason. And so if you're looking to grow, find things that make you uncomfortable, right? So, um, on your day by day, what do you guys do to uh, challenge yourself to be courageous, right? Because it's actively building your courage day by day by day that you become more courageous and it's having that vision of where you want to go that you can start taking the steps to become that person. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, um, one major theme of the year for me this year is leaning into the discomfort, right? I know there is no growth in comfort. In life, you are either growing or you're dying. And so for me, every time I come across a situation that leaves me feeling a little bit uncomfortable, where it might cause a little bit of anxiety anxiety to come in, I have like this inner dialogue with myself where I'm like, Sherry, lean into the discomfort. Uh-huh. You said you wanted these things. God, the universe is putting these things in alignment for you. Don't let these moments pass you by. And so I'll do them. And I encourage everyone to do the same thing, right? When you are on a journey of growth and um, to develop yourself, the universe, God will always put things in alignment for you. He will always send you signs to let you know that you are on the right track. You just have to have faith and be courageous and be confident in yourself that you can do these things that you say you want to do. Yeah, Absolutely. And I, th- I really love the example you brought about really coming to that crossroads because when t- whenever you reach a crossroad, you always are given a perspective moment. And what I mean when I say perspective moment is you are then given the opportunity to see your crossroad as one of two things. You either see it as an obstacle and, and impede to where you want to be or you see it as an opportunity for you to walk into the person that you were meant to be. And I'll be honest, no matter how many crossroads I've been through, it never gets less scary. If anything, mm-hmm. it's scarier because the bigger the crossroad, the bigger the opportunity, the bigger the opportunity, the scarier it is to fall. But at the same time, it is that much more beautiful when you take that courageous step and it turns out better than you ever imagined. And yeah. I, I love that. Um, Mel Robbins uh, just saw something about what she said is like, you know, as you take the opportunity to, to become the person that you say you want to become and start being courageous, your brain starts to notice, hey, we're doing the thing that we said we wanted to become. And so you start to embody that identity a lot more and more. And if you guys, you know, one of the biggest things about, I know uh, Coach Sherry J just mentioned, you know, she has that conversation into her head. You guys got to realize you need to have tools. And if you checked out our last week episode with West in our two-part series, West talks about having tools that he can use to combat that self-critical thoughts that in his mind. And so you need to have the tools yourself so you can combat these mm-hmm. these thoughts in your mind so that you can start being more courageous. But not only that, so not, well, that's actually the end of my point, but is there anything else you guys want to add on to that? Oh, I love that. And honestly, kind of going off of that and mm-hmm. really cultivating your own unique toolkit, it's understanding that there are different tools for different things and a tool yeah. that might work for one person might not work for you. So don't be dissuaded or discouraged if maybe I do something and I recommend it to you and it doesn't work for you, right? Because it, it, it's not a tool that necessarily is meant to solve the problem that you have. It was meant to solve my problem. Mm-hmm. Instead, see it more as, okay, this is another thing that I might try. And even though it might not work, what I'm already doing isn't working anyways. What do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. Right? And really just being intentional with jumping from one new stimulus to another new stimulus all aimed at just getting you towards your goal and that's really being able to self-manage your growth 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a great thing that you just let, let off to is because I feel like it really helps us transition to the next step that affects five C's, which is compassion, right? Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people is when you're on this journey of becoming the confident individual that you are, sometimes it's it's easy to lose sight and the feeling of knowing that there are people who are not as confident as you, or there are people who are in the beginning start of their journey to become confident, and they look to you as the individual, like, oh my gosh, how did you do this? You've always been this confident. As the confident person, it is for you to remain humble in the sense of don't shit on people who are not confident, right? And just be very compassionate. Like, okay, well, this is what worked for my journey. I can give you advice or some tools from my from my toolbox here that worked for me. Maybe they'll work for you. Maybe they won't. But I'm going to be compassionate enough and not um, count you out because what worked for me doesn't work for you. Yeah, if and, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. perfect sense. And just to add on to the compassion, not only compassion for others, but compassion for yourself, mm. right? The most important thing is that, right? And if you go and check out our four part series about self love, um, more importantly, is to learn to be compassionate to yourself because the journey is not easy. Mm-hmm. It is hard. There, and the person that you can count on the most is yourself. Right. You can't count on anybody else but you. Now, don't get me wrong. You can have support systems. You can have people who care for you. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to have compassion for yourself and count on you because you need to cultivate that sense of confidence in yourself. Right. And and I go to I think it might have been Jordan Peterson um, saying uh, I don't remember where I heard it exactly. But, you know, say someone had passed away in your family and. You know, you know, I don't know if you guys have been funerals, if you guys have been through life experiences, but you'll notice that there's always people who are bawling their eyes out, can't control their emotions, can't control themselves. Um, but there's that one person that everybody goes to lean on and, and be that strength for. Right. And and that person had to cultivate that confidence in themselves first and foremost. But be, in order to do that, they had to be compassionate with themselves first. Honestly, I love that. And I I personally, whenever I hear the term compassion, I always like to label it as giving yourself grace and really just understanding that you do not have to earn the grace that you give yourself. The fact that you exist, the fact that you are continuing to fight, the fact that you are working towards being more than you already are makes you deserving of grace. Mm -hmm. It's not your job to make yourself feel bad. It's not your job to compare yourself to everybody else. And it's not your job to diminish the ways you see yourself because the world will do that for you for free. Yes, they would. It is your job to understand that only you know who you are. Only you know the conversations that you have with yourself in your head. And only you know the silent battles that you fight and win every single day before presenting yourself to be unfairly judged by the world. Do not take that for granted because you are deserving of compassion. You are deserving of grace. And you are deserving of Working towards becoming the version of yourself that you know deep down somewhere that you can be. Even if you don't talk about it, even if you know that your support system low-key doesn't believe in you, because let's be honest, every group has a hater. It just is what it is, right? Every group has a one person who sees it as their personal job to keep you grounded to the version of yourself that they see you maxing out at. Mm -hmm. But it's your job to remind that person they don't know you. They don't set your limitations. And they have zero right to judge you. Yes, sir. 
And I love that because that gets us into the next C that's the most, I think it's one of the most important that people actually don't develop or cultivate in their life is, is conviction, right? It's that internal sense that no matter anybody else's opinion, I'm going to continue to be, I'm going to, and I want you to, I remember Dane Pena, the quote was, I may be wrong, but I'm never in doubt. Mm -hmm. Love that quote. Right. Mm -hmm. I keep going. I don't care if I was wrong. I'm going to keep going confidently and not be in doubt because at the end of the day, it's my life. It's my reality. And I'm just going to do what I want to do at the end of the day. I will not let anybody else determine where I need to go and who I need to be. That comes from within me. And so I say even that what you have to cultivate conviction. So you know, to our audience, how you guys cultivating conviction daily basis for your internal beliefs, for the things that you believe in. And if you don't know the things that you believe in, do you go on a daily, do you go through your own thoughts and uh, analyze all the beliefs that you have and see which ones are the parts that I want to keep and which one are the ones I don't want to keep? And I think that's a very important uh, exercise to go through. A part of this journey is knowing what you believe in and always standing firm and speaking up to it. It reminds me of this quote where it's like, a man who stands for nothing will fall for all things. I believe that's how it goes. So, like, you can't allow this world, your friends, your family to dissuade what you believe in or dissuade um, what you think you are capable in this life, right? If you fully believe that you can become something greater than your current circumstance, then hold on to that belief and stop at nothing until you achieve that goal, right? On this journey, people will tell you, well, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to do that? Oh, I can't see you doing this. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what they believe in. The vision was given to you, right? So you got to stand firm, buckle down, do the work, and become who you say you are going to be. And I I love that you said that because you guys got to realize that they don't have the same clarity as you, right? The vision that you have. They haven't cultivated the courage to go and chase that because they're not chasing their own dreams. So they're telling you, you can't follow your dreams because I'm not doing it. That's what they're basically saying. It's just not saying out loud. They're saying it's internal. And, right, they don't like themselves, as a person who didn't like himself for a long time, I know they don't like themselves. That's why we have trolls. That's why we have people bringing other people down. It's because they're unhappy with their own lives. So it's easier to not look at themselves and to look at somebody else and point fingers. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows haters, haters, man, they're just self-projecting their mm-hmm. self-hate onto you. They see you standing strong, being confident, pursuing your goals, and it highlights to them that they're not doing that. Oh, so yeah. they're like, wait, how can this person do this? No, I'm going to go and shit on them and hate on what they're doing. It's like, no, don't take it personal. They're just projecting. Yeah, absolutely. And also you got to understand that other people don't share your vision. Right? And I always think to Steve Harvey where he always talks about stop sharing your dreams with other people because they don't have your vision. Because mm-hmm. God didn't show them your vision. He showed it to you. Right? And the reason you keep having these thoughts is because God is telling you something. Right. So really having that conviction to pursue whatever it is you believe is your purpose, is your calling, is your mission, irrespective of the people around you. Because like we said, they'll belittle you. They will talk behind your back. And some people will laugh in your face. And I can speak from experience because I've had people laugh in my face. And I could have very easily taken that as an opportunity to quit, to be down on myself, to feel bad, go throw myself a pity party. But none of that serves the mission that I believe I'm called to do. So what I did is the same thing that I encourage you to do, and that's double down on the work. Hell you yeah. know, I heard this quote, and it was, um, if people laugh at you when you tell them their dream, 
become so successful that they can't get near you enough. They can't get close enough to you for you to hear them laugh. That's beautiful. That's very beautiful. And uh, just off what you said, right, doing the work that gets us to our next C is being consistent. You have to be consistent. You have to show up every single day. And Mm -hmm. guys, when you are learning and doing something new for the first time, it sucks because you're not good at it. I get it, right? But only the only way to get better is consistency. You have to be willing to show up every single day. And if it's only, you know, one thing you did today that moved you forward to the image of the person that you want to be, good shit. Congratulations. You just took a step to changing your life because you got to understand most people end up in the rat race and never change anything. And that's, that cycle doesn't break unless you break it. Yeah, that, wow. That reminds me of... um this Will Smith interview, he was talking about his father um, wanted him to help him build a fence. And so his dad told him to just start off. You just do the work to lay down one brick as perfectly, as cleanly as you can. And you do that with each brick consistently. And before you know it, you'll have a wall. So I think of like consistency kind of with that same analogy, right? Where it's like, don't look about, don't look at the big picture and be so stressed out and overwhelmed by, oh my goodness, I got to do this. I have to do that in order to achieve this big goal. No, compartmentalize it, right? So like, look at the small things you need to do consistently. So if it's like, if you want to be a coach, right? Start small in the sense of like doing the research, getting your mindset correctly. If you want to play basketball, right? Get to know about the foundational things about a basketball team, basketball, the sport overall, right? So I would say really start small and be consistent with what you're doing, right? You don't have to do a lot every day because a little bit along the way is going to compound to be something big at the end. Absolutely. And honestly, I love that. It actually reminds me of this story in this book I'm reading, Chop Wood, Carry Water. And there is a sensei, and he's telling one of his students a story about one of Japan's most famous architects. The architect's name was Koda. And Koda was known for building these brilliantly beautiful homes for like his dedication, his selection in the tools he used, his hand crafting. And he spent over 30 years just building these magnificent homes for people. And he was ready to retire, ready to just settle down, travel the world with his kids. And his boss came to him one day and like, oh, Koda, thank you so much for all the work you've done for us. But I have a favor to do before I let you retire. And he was like, what is it? He's like, I need you to build me one more house, just one more house. And that's it. And Koda, he, he knew his heart wasn't in it, but he still said, okay. And naturally, he did what anybody would do. He delegated as much of the work as he could. He delegated the selection of the materials. He let other people do the actual crafting of the material. And when the house was finally finished after a couple of months, he knew it wasn't a house that really had that coda feel to it, but he still presented it anyways. He was just happy to be done and finally retire. So he goes to his boss and he said, okay, I'm done now. I'm retiring. There's nothing you can tell me that's going to get me to stay here. And his boss said, Koda, one more thing. And obviously, he's visibly frustrated. He's like, oh, my goodness, one more thing. You told me the last thing was more thing. Like, I'm done. There's nothing else you can possibly have me do for you. And his boss said, no, don't worry. It's going to be really quick. And his boss goes in his desk, and he gives him a key. And he says, oh, my God, thank you so much for all your hard work. The last house you built, it's for you, free of charge. And his heart sunk to his stomach. Because had he known that that house was for him, he would have been more diligent in picking up the materials he would have actually done the crafting of the walls himself. He would have actually put that care that he was known for for all of these years. And now he was stuck with this home, and it's probably the worst home he ever built. And it was his house. 
And I think that's something that a lot of people fail to recognize. And it's that in the actions that we take every single day, you are building your house. Because your house is built on the actions that you take, on the words that you tell yourself, on the beliefs that you attach, and on the way that you allow yourself to be presented to the world. So if you're really looking to build that confidence, know that you're building your house or know that you're building your wall, right? Know that you're really cultivating the person that you want to be at all times. And the important thing to do is to keep showing up for yourself every single day, especially in the moments when you least feel like showing up for yourself, because those are the moments when you need you the most. And on that note, guys, that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoy the five C's because and let's get a recap of the five C's is clarity, courage, compassion, conviction and consistency. So we we say it to you guys. How are you cultivating these things on a daily basis? And feel free to reach out to us to let us know how you cultivated them, how you're working on them. And even if you just have questions on cultivating it for yourself, like if you want to know where you should start reach out to us. We're here to be a resource. We're here to be available for you guys. But on that note, you can find me on IG as Coach Amadeus, M-A-D-E-U-S. And you can connect with me on IG at I am Sherry J, S-H-E-R-R-I-J. And you can connect with me on Instagram or TikTok or both, your choice, at I am Coach D-T. That is D as in Dave, T as in Thomas. Don't forget, you can also message the Success System Podcast, guys. It's available for you guys, the resource. And with that being said, we are sending you off with peace, love, and blessings. Have a great day, guys. Stay blessed. Way too spicy. Before we go, we want to take a moment to thank you, our supporters, for your continued support. Your support helps us keep creating valuable content and serving our audience. If you believe in our mission and would like to contribute to our cause, please consider making a donation. Your contribution will go a long way in helping us continue to produce high-quality content and to reach more people with our message. Every donation counts, no matter how small. It's your support that allows us to keep creating high-quality content that inspires and motivates people to succeed. If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to support us, please consider donating at least $1. That's less than the cost of your daily cup of coffee or your daily commute, but it can make a huge difference in helping us to keep the podcast going. To donate, simply click on the link at the bottom of this episode's description. Thank you for your generosity and support. Remember, we're always looking for feedback and suggestions from you, our audience. If there's a topic you would like us to cover, or a guest you would like us to interview, please don't hesitate to reach out to us.